Right now here at News Talk 1400 DWS, Dave Gentry, C.W. Greer, and uh, Station Manager Grant Thompson with us this morning. Grant, how are you? I'm doing well. Yourself? We're good. Good Good to have you here this morning. I kind of walked in expecting some Royal Donut, but I see C.W. didn't bring that hat to fruition. Well, (laughs) he doesn't always get over to Danville. (laughs) I would have enjoyed that myself, but... They um, sold out twice yesterday. Did they they really? The first batch was sold out by like 9 o'clock or something yesterday morning. They shut down, made another batch, store opened back up at noon, sold out at 2 or 2.30. That, I know Mary Lynn just had the story, but uh, one of the ladies that's at our church, her aunt works there, said it was crazy. Said they finally... You know, said one dozen, that's it, because people were coming in and just getting good for them. (laughs) (laughs) A rare bright spot for Danville. Yes. Royal Royal Donut. Royal Donut always is. How long has it been closed? A couple of years? Yeah. I think at least a year. At least a year, maybe two. Okay. Good for Danville and good for Royal Donut. Yes. Yeah. Well, Grant, you grew up here in town, didn't you? I did. All right. This whole central football debacle. Oh man, it's a debacle. <laughs> Where I went are to, we at this point? I went to Central, so yeah. and I grew up in the neighborhood um, just across Prospect. Okay, um, from McKinley Field, and you know, it, I think there's more going on than meets the eye. I really do. Um, you know, I was. I was telling Mike Hale this a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I was driving down Prospect, and I saw a sign that said, Keep your promise. No football at McKinley Field. And I was uh-huh. like, huh, all right. So I wanted to drive the neighborhood, and I sure. went every single street, north and south, east and west, all the way to the parkway that's several blocks over yeah. um, to the east. And I counted up you know, a rough estimate of the number of houses that said for and then those that were against. And I noticed that the houses that surrounded directly around McKinley Field, the ones that would be most impacted, and yeah. those who also on Haynes Boulevard that have a backyard that s- touches McKinley Field, all sure. had signs for. Hmm. But as you got further out, the signs became against. Huh. That's interesting. And I kind of... And then I, you know, I kind of sit there and I thought about that and I go, you know, that, that's kind of weird to me. And, you know, then I start looking at the objections about, you know, the streets aren't made for it, pollution or, you know, refuse <laughs> in the streets and all these things. And I'm like, there's there's something going on here that they're not saying. There's yeah. another reason mm-hmm. they don't want groups of people in the neighborhood. Hmm. Well, for one uh game they're going to have at noon on a Saturday. It just seems kind of bizarre to me that we're going through all this. It is bizarre, and I'll tell you, I laughed. You know, it's one of those things where you laugh out loud. When I saw a thing that said, the band will not play after 3.30 in the afternoon. And I'm like, oh I go gosh. to bed at 3.30. I'm like, what's, what's going on here? You know, <laughs> I mean, it's really ridiculous. And I, I'll give Tom Bruno some credit because I thought the comment he made last night that said, Let's try it and see what happens. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. that does seem like a possibility. You know, and I really, you know, when you've got the two council people who, I guess, cover that area, it's split between the two of them that, you know, are adamantly against this. Give us a real reason why you're adamantly against it, because right. I don't think it's trash. I don't think it's, you know, t- traffic problems, because I thought that uh, Pat Rouse and the group that kind of have pushed this thing forward, I thought I've had all the answers every time somebody's thrown something oh there's not enough parking we'll shuttle people in oh it's going to be a trash everywhere we'll clean up after the game 
It's going to be loud. We won't let the band play after three thirty. <laughs> you know, I think there's there's been a, that. there's been an answer for every objection. What part of yes do you have a problem with, folks? That's yeah, what it so, sounds but it's, like. You know, and I think the part if I obviously I'm I wouldn't say I'm passionate about it, but I I went to Central. I played football on that field. You know, I grew up in that neighborhood. I think the thing more than anything as a taxpayer, mm-hmm. we paid seven point one million dollars to put in a um, unbelievable facility right. that is not being used to its fullest c- c- capability. Mm-hmm. I've walked on that field. I went to a Salvation Army fundraiser there last year. Yeah. That's an amazing field. Yeah. Seven point one million dollars. I won't know I don't know if it's well spent because that's a, that still blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah. But how, how many years has it been since that was the full-time field? You know, there? I don't know. I was reading Maybe something. It's been a long time. Um, like I, the 70s or something? Do you, you know, I think, what, Centennial opened in the mid-60s. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it happened immediately that they went over to Centennial and played or if it was, you know. But, I mean, as a kid, like I said, um, baseball played there, soccer played there, junior varsity football played there, the band rehearsed there, you know, all those things. But... Mm-hmm. You know, I have to look into that and see when the exact date yeah. was. They said, "Don't play football there." Well, I think what the big thing is, they think that they're just going to open that baby up and it's going to be full time football there all the time. Well, that sounds like a winner to me. Well, <laughs> that, that's what they're thinking. Yeah. They're thinking that's what uniforms. You know, speaking to, of that, did you see that Rantoul has fifty five football teams coming up there to play this weekend? Is that right? In a tournament at that new facility? Yeah, it's like a thousand kids. Coming to play in a football tournament, I'm kind of like, hey, McKinley feels right for hosting. Yeah, yeah like no that. kidding. <laughs> so that the junior leagues, I suppose, probably yeah, coming in. Yeah, it's a, playing up there at that sports complex yeah. in Rantoul. So, wow. I mean, good for them. That's amazing what they did. That really is. Yep. And they said there was going to be stuff like that yep. going on. Amazing. There, so. mm-hmm. Really is. Cox Enterprises acquires Axios in a $525 million deal. Founders of online news provider to keep substantial stakes and roles in the company, they say. <laughs> you buy that? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> it's nuts. Axio, the digital media company that quickly gained traction since its founding five years ago with its distinctive bulletin-style scoops on the realms of politics, business, and technology, said it agreed to sell itself to Cox Enterprises. The deal, which is set to close this month, values Axios at $525 million, according to two people with knowledge of the deal. You know, the thing with these companies like this, that I guess that's the whole plan, is make yourself valuable enough to get bought by somebody else, yeah. and then they just change their name. Yeah. And then you're like, well, what happened to this or who is this? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think particularly with a lot of these streaming services, you're like, oh, I've never heard of this. What is this? Mm-hmm. Oh, it used to be this. Right. And, you know, it, it's that's a weird, weird world. Mm-hmm. And they they don't have anybody to answer to once they sell out because they're like, well, yeah, those were our goals and mission statements then. But yeah, we got done. bought out. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> <Exactly>. nuts. <laughs> One more for you. Trump and the, the search of Mar-a-Lago down there. How, how are you with that, Brad? You know, uh, we, were, we were talking about off air, you know, and I think one of the best descriptions that I've read of this whole thing is that, that the world has gone nuts in every way. And <laughs> we, that, we were saying this. Yes. You know, and you kind of when and somebody made the comment and said, do we as Americans live in a banana republic? Mm hmm. You know, and you kind of have to think about that. And some people would laugh off and go, "Oh, come on." I used to. I th- you know, <laughs> I don't anymore. I, I, it's it's. 
I, I don't. I think regardless of where you are in the political realm, I think you have to be very scared yeah. by what's going on. Oh sure. yeah. And I think you know. Once again, regardless of where you stand politically, the FBI has been politicized. Oh yeah, and, absolutely. You know when and so you know I've got a couple friends that we've kind of gone back and forth on, you know, text messages, and they said, oh, you know, Trump's finally getting what he deserves. They're doing, and I said. You know, there's a lot of things that the Clintons did, the Bidens have done, mm-hmm. you know, Jeffrey Epstein and these people. And they were never attacked in such a way by the FBI. The FBI always kind of said, oh, you know, we're doing our we're doing our investigation, the Department yeah. of Justice. So, like I said, I think it's a regards of where you stand politically. you got to be a little um, frightful. And quite honestly, you hope that we're all watching a movie and someday we're going to wake up and this is all fake. Yeah. But unfortunately, I don't think it is. <laughs> well, and I think there's hopes on the Democratic side that this is going to basically, and I use air quotes, take Trump down for if he makes a run in 2024, when in fact, we talked about this as well. I think, whether you like it or not, I think it's going to energize his base even more. Well, I think you're absolutely correct. And did you hear, I think it was CBS this morning, well, um, I guess we've been right at seven o'clock. Made the comments that it was talking about the primaries that are happening across the country, mm-hmm. and it said those who voted for um, impeachment have all either retired or lost yeah. in primaries, wow. and the only one left will most likely lose her spot next mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think you're right. I think it energizes you know whether it's the base or the fringe or whatever, mm-hmm. and. You know, I think even with this FBI thing now, some of the things that Kevin McCarthy came out and said oh boy. has been very, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I watched uh, Rachel Maddow um, highlight the other day that I found, and she was talking to Chuck Schumer. And, you know, we know where she stands in the political oh, realm, sure. Oh, sure. but even she kind of said to him, she goes, isn't this getting a little nuts? And he wouldn't say anything. And then she uh-huh. said, hey, Kevin McCarthy came out and said, after the Republicans take control of things in, after the midterm, this, 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 and this are going to happen. How do you feel? And he wouldn't answer. But you could see hmm. the, the the discomfort uh-huh. and the question to him. And he said, I'm not in a position to address that at this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it's nuts. I think we yeah. just wake up every day and go, well, what other crazy thing can mm-hmm. happen? Well, Trump yeah. has been impeached twice now. And they never got him on anything right. for that. So I'm and, going to be surprised if anything happens. And then what, like the, the search of Mar-a-Lago was on the anniversary of oh, Nixon's yeah. retire- retirement, we'll <laughs> yeah. call it. You, you can't tell me there wasn't something to that. So, oh, As Leonard right. Skinner said, Watergate didn't bother me. Yeah, so. that's right. <laughs> There you go. Grant Thompson, thanks for your time this morning. We appreciate it. We got more coming up on DWS. Hi, I'm Dr. 